Welcome to season three of the Craft Beer Connoisseurs Podcast. I'm Tyler. If you're new to the podcast, we are three friends and a producer who like to showcase craft breweries and their beers. Also, we like to end every episode with a short conversation on a variety of different topics. If you're not new to the podcast, well, you know what to expect. The three connoisseurs haven't changed, and the producers are always a wild card. Whether you're new or returning, please feel free to listen to all of our previous content. And remember to follow us on Instagram at Craft Beer Cons, send a friend request on Untapped, or subscribe on YouTube at Craft Beer Connoisseurs. Also, drop a comment, like, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now, for today's episode. Welcome to the Craft Beer Connoisseurs. I'm Tyler. I'm Chris. And I'm Brett. And along with us today is producer Joel. That's right. We did find more producers. Yes. <laughs> New we season. More producers. We still had people that wanted to be producers on our podcast. It's amazing. (laughs) Uh, So in today's episode, our first of the season, uh, we will be reviewing Falcon Brewing Company, which is in Ajax, Ontario. Well, that's just falcon awesome. We're going to have two (laughs) beers today. The first is the Red Falcon Premium Ale, which is an Irish red. And the second is a Kornholsch, which you guessed it. It's a Kolsch. Oh, there you go. There it is. And to finish up the episode, we're going to talk about some of our favorite games. All right, we're back, and as you guys can tell, Brett is still here. Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah, haven't been fired yet. Yeah. <laughs> There's still time, folks. There's still time. Somehow Brett made it to the third season. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. There it is. Tyler, uh, let's right. talk about Falcon Brewing. All right, Falcon Brewing is located at 30 Bar Road in Ajax, as previously mentioned. The Falcon Brewing Company became incorporated in 2014, so not too, too long ago. Yeah. But this was after a name change. So originally it was um, Stouffville Brewing Company. I don't okay. know if you guys had any beers from them. Uh, uh, no. Because no. <laughs> it was 2013. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes a big difference. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> um, at that time, it was actually contracted through Wellington. Uh, they started selling their beer in the Ontario market in 2015 and opened their brewery on March 16, 2017. So, cool. that, I mean, that's three years of progression just to kind of get things uh, kind of moving, right? Yeah, Probably definitely. had some business plans set up. I, Big fan would, of that. You would hope so. <laughs> yeah. hope so. Now, the brewery was launched by Bill Perry and Jim Williamson, um, who are actually the original founders of Taps Magazine. Which, oh, that's cool. Yeah, which at that time was Canada's only national beer publication. So look at that little tidbit of information. We're just full of information starting season three out. Are we a national beer publication? Um, yeah, just in a different well, form. Yeah. I mean, we're published on the internet, yeah. This is true. Yeah, and so Jim actually also founded the Ontario Brewery Awards as well. Cool, which we do uh, We do follow those every year. We do. Now, unfortunately, um, Jim did pass away uh, uh, last year, so um, did a lot of work for the uh, craft beer scene, mm-hmm. and unfortunately, as I said, he, d- he did pass away. Um, now, his son, Kent, is now actually the manager and handles all the day-to-day operations of the brewery, so um, kind of passing it down generationally and... Um, yeah, that's nice. Nice. Yes. So, kind of a little bit of a history lesson. Um, during World War II, Ajax was home to one of the largest munition plants in Canada, which created military weapons, ammunitions, etc., and actually was a home set of production for the TV show Bomb Girls, which was a drama ran on Global for two seasons back in 2012 and 2013. Oh. Anybody ever check that one out? 
I did not. No, no I was going to say, you, you would have watched it if it was a reality yeah. show, but yeah. since it's a drama, yeah. that, that's a no That'd for you, That'd be a really weird reality TV show. <laughs> <laughs> There's weirder. <laughs> exactly. You're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, so they honored the contributions of the women and, ta- and the town of Ajax through their, two of their beers, munitions, and bomb girls. girls. Nice. Nice. Wow. Cool. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so their former head brewer is Crawford McFadden, who started out as a head brewer all the way back in the 80s. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But then he stopped to focus on his career, uh, so a career other than brewing, I guess. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> and now brewing is kind of his retirement gig. So, I mean, that's a pretty good retirement gig. I would take that. Uh, now, a guy named Jake has taken over <laughs> as their brewmaster. Uh, so, yeah, Jake's making the beers. A nice. guy named Jake. A guy named Jake. With Crawford helping out. Exactly. Nice. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah so. <laughs> all right. So Falcon has five main core brews that are available all year round. So the premium ale, and we're going to get into the, a little bit more of that later on. Okay. Uh, the Krumlov, which is a Czech Pilsner. That nice. uh, seems to be a fan favorite. Okay. Oh, Vienna. Oh, Vienna. Yeah. Not, 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 not OV. Oh. Oh, no, not that. It's a actually a Vienna lager. A, a different OV. Yeah. So it's on tap at most of their licensees. Uh, the Salem Stout, and then their Munition IPA, which is a, a nice, rich, and juicy kind of uh, IPA. Nice. Yeah. Well, they also offer many seasonals uh, at their uh, bricks and mortar location, uh, including a hazy pale ale, a peach sour lime, or sorry, a peach sour and a lime wit. Um, comma. That yes, one's really yeah. good. Yeah. Now, now, do you want Brett to mention this next part? Yeah, that that might yeah. be perfect for you, Brett. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I am hungry. <laughs> uh, I haven't ate much. Yeah. Uh, so they do offer a good selection of food. And some of these are my personal favorites. Now, you can check off if you like these with me. Okay. Uh, pulled pork sliders. Check. Uh, yes. Check. Jalapeno poppers. Check. Yes. Pizza rolls. Check. Yeah. Matzo sticks. Check. Absolutely. All right. Now, I know where we're going to have lunch one day. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <clears throat> now, they did provide some beers um, that we've obviously talked about. Uh we're actually given more extras. We were. A goodie basket, if you will. Quite the package that arrived, I will say. Yes. yes. Yeah. Greatly appreciate it. So we do have the Oviana, the Crumb Love, the uh, White Wedding, which is the Lime Wit, and Sour Power, which is a peach sour. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to that one. Um, got my hands on one of those cans. I, I also did. did, too. Yes, you did. <laughs> you, you were eager <laughs> to get that one. I physically put my hand on it and took it. Yeah. <laughs> Producer... Bad timing, bad timing. Yeah. He, was, he was a little busy. There you go. <laughs> Doing uh, other things. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, yeah, so we also got a couple of toques with that and a couple of baseball hats that we divvied out amongst the groups. And I, I got a great hat. You did I, love, I look stellar in it. You yeah, do. I think we've got to put a picture of Brett with that baseball hat yeah. right on yeah, the yeah, Instagram. Let's do, that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll let's, do that. let's do that. We'll do that later. We'll do that. We also got some koozies, some stickers, and then uh, some free drink tokens uh, to make us go to Ajax. So, yeah. And have some of the those pulled pork sliders, oh, I yeah, think. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That'd be nice. And That'd I nice. think the reason why they gave us the free drink tokens is because not a single one of us has been to the brewery yet. No. That is true. It is true. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Exactly. If that's what it takes to get me to a brewery, everybody, you can send beer tokens to the following address. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I will say, uh, you know, for our loyal listeners that were listening in season two, there I was catching a lot of flack for having not had beers from the brewery mm-hmm. before the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, a little secret to all the listeners, usually the beer gets delivered to my house. So I or was a producer, but you get it first. Well, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was able to have one of the extra beers 
before any of you. So I have had one beer from Falcon, and you guys have had none. You know what, Chris? Well played. Yeah. Well played. (laughs) It's funny you say this, because prior to um, you coming here tonight, which you're late... Uh, we actually had a Eight dis- minutes late, actually. discussion about this, and actually Brett was uh, very astute on this, and he f- he said, you know what, I bet you any money that Chris had one beer prior to this episode so he doesn't start season three with a goose egg. Absolutely. Right now, season three, if you look at the scoreboard, Chris won. The rest of us, <laughs> Zero. no score. Yeah. That, that's that's going to change quite quickly. That worry. is my goal this season. Not to have any donuts. Oh, hey, you know yeah. what? That's a good goal to have. Yeah, I don't know. We actually have really sucked on that goal so far. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say some of the breweries that we've lined up. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be, <laughs> be tough because we've got a lot of good breweries um, that are just a little bit kind of hidden away. But yeah, yeah. We've, got, we've got a lot of new stuff coming. Yeah. Uh, s- stuff that we haven't uh, interacted with before. But sure. uh, the one beer that I did have was the O Vienna, uh, which was the Vienna Lager. Um, so it was, it was a, a pretty decent beer. I gave it a 3.25. Okay. There you so. Go. so the brewery looks inside. Uh, we, I do know one person who has been to the brewery, a listener of the show, uh, mm. Trevor, you've known him. He's been oh, on the show before. Nice. Uh, kind of said that's a nice open space with a great view of the production area, smooth handmade wood tables. He was only there to uh, pick up some stuff, but, uh, if you know, he didn't, wasn't time constrained, might've stayed in for a couple pints. Fair enough. So, yeah. Trevor, get better with your timing. Yeah. <laughs> now, on Untapped, they have over 12,000 check-ins with an average of 3.41. Uh, the highest main beer, which is over 100 check-ins, uh, would be that Salem Stout, and it's at 3.68 with uh, 381 check-ins. And the Destroyer Double IPA at 3.6 with 355 ratings. Yes. Nice. So they are pumping out some some beers. Yeah. yeah. So when I was looking up some uh, you know research for Falcon, um, I ca- came across an interview with one of the current co-owners, Leonard Sharman. Um, so she stated that when someone comes into the brewery, you can tell right away who has untapped and who doesn't. <laughs> because of when they get the glass, the first thing they have to do is get the right camera angle and then brag about it. That's like a 630 different beer that they've tried. <laughs> That's it? Right? I was like, oh, okay. 630? Like, wow. I don't know if you've Amateurs. ever seen uh, our producer, but like... This person gets down, like, on his knees almost, has to get the right angle for every single you picture. Have to. Yeah. Really? We, we need some of those, like, picture of the picture mm, pictures. Yes, the behind the scenes yeah, pictures. Exactly. Maybe more of those are going to happen this year, too. Oh, that's a good idea. We should idea. do that. Be a yeah. little behind the scenes action, action. I don't know. The back of my head's ridiculous. so they also do provide board games which is going to inspire some of the theme conversation that's going to come up at the end of this episode Uh, they host open mic uh, nights um, every other Sunday along with live music every weekend so they have a lot of things that are going on Mm -hmm. and this is going to be a a thing that I think is going to attract some individuals Correct. which is kind of funny because I was just talking to uh, my wife Ah. Oh, first wife drop of the season. Exactly. There it is. It didn't come from Brett. Um, one of her family members, actually, we were just talking about this the other day. They have Dungeons and Dragons every Thursday, every other Thursday, sorry. Oh. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons and told me to shut my mouth and stop making fun of it. So, uh, well, you know what? Maybe <laughs> all you need is a beer from Falcon or eight. Beers from Falcon? Sure. Yeah. Dude, go through the whole list. There we go. To get through it. Uh, they also have taps for Toonies Euchre Night and lots of donation drives that they donate to hospitals, homeless youth within the area. Beautiful. Uh, brewery hours, because, you know, maybe we should make a trek up this, this year between these times. Sure. So Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday, they're open from 12 to 8, Thursday from 12 till 10, and Friday and Saturday from 12 till 11. 
Yeah, and if you're not near the brewery, um, there is uh, free delivery to the Ajax and Pickering area on orders over $30, and then the rest of Ontario is subject to the size of the order. That's the delivery fee would be subject to that. That's reasonable. Yeah, totally. Uh, And always, as we have in previous seasons, we're going to link to their information on our social media. And we haven't had a beer this season yet, boys, have we? We have not. We need to change that. Let's get on to the first one. And we're back for the first beer of the season. So aggressive. Yeah, I wasn't aggressive. We're yeah, back. Kind of like could a fal- just said we're back. Kind of like a falcon. I'm aggressive. Wow. Uh, so big thank you to Emily from Falcon for supplying the beers on today's episode, plus all the additional swag. So thank you very much. Yeah, little little golf clap there. Uh, so the first beer we're gonna have, as mentioned, is the Red Falcon Premium Ale, which is a five percent ABV and unlisted IBUs. Yes. So this full-bodied red ale is crafted in small batches using a unique blend of four different malted barley's. Okay. So an Irish red ale comes from using a moderate amount of kilned. Kilned, kilned, kilned. Yeah, yeah. yeah, English again, not my strongest language. <laughs> okay. And roasted barley. <laughs> what is your strongest language? <laughs> you, <laughs> you asked me that the whole time. Yeah. I have no answer for you. Uh, anyway, so roasted barley, which gives the beer the red color. A tailored red ale will have an approachable hot bitterness that rests on the palate and has a medium candy caramel-like malt sweetness. Nice. Yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. To follow that up, Northern Brewer hops and roasted barley add both kind of a depth of the kind of color as well as the flavor in this. And we hope to see that when we crack her open and see what that looks like. Yeah. Now, what we want to do is kind of think of an Irish red ale style as a cousin to a lightly toasted and buttered bread. Interesting. I do like a lightly toasted bread with butter on it. There you go. <laughs> would you almost call it bread or would you just call it toast at that point? <laughs> Come see, come sa. Potato, potato. <laughs> there you go. Lightly toasted and buttered bread is toast with butter. <laughs> oh, man. Twix All right. her own. Season three. Gosh, you're going to be good for me. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, getting back to this beer on Untapped, uh, as always, you can follow us at Craft Beer Connoisseurs and on our Instagram at Craft Beer Cons. And the overall rating for this beer is 3.31 out of 5 with about 2,400 check-ins, 29 five out of fives, though. So, you know, pretty, pretty Tyler, decent. even though you uh, made fun of me there for my toast and bread joke, uh, I do like when you... Uh, <laughs> it's not a joke. <laughs> yeah. I do like when you say these words, so well, please do it. Well, it's good. I was going to say we were actually no longer going to be doing this anymore. We're going to be changing it up, but uh, I'll do it, I guess. <laughs> uh, fine. Right. We'll allow it. <laughs> grab your glass, grab your can, and for the first time in season three... Let's open her up. What do you guys think of that suspense? Uh, not as aggressive as uh, Chris's. I'm back, right? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, man. Well, we are drinking this beer out of an imperial pint glass, so make sure to use your proper glassware. Nice. Nice little pour here. Oh, what a pour. That's great. I'm working Fantastic on my pours for pour. this season, too. And yeah. I think we almost all have the same port. Uh, Tyler's a little bit, a little bit under, but whoa! I, check that eyesight there, fella. Yeah, all right, we'll match him up side yeah, by side. Well, cheers too. We we're there. there okay. No, left no, hand. Okay, never mind. <laughs> all right, what do we see here, guys? What are we looking at? 
Uh, definitely red, like a, a burgundy, I would say. Yeah, copper. Yep. Like a, d- a deep copper. Yeah, deep copper, yeah. yeah. It's got that red hue, as they say. Yes. As they say, yes. Um, the head, a little bit of a head there. Uh, not a, not a, I mean, anything huge. No, but like a light brown head. Yeah, as you, would, as you would expect from this Irish red ale. Definitely right. get that uh, that candy caramel on the on the nose. Oh, you've moved to the nose. What do we got there? <laughs> Usually be you first with your snifter size, but you know what? It's I, true. It's true. Yeah, no, I, I get some of that candy car- candied caramel, yeah. um, as well as um, kind of like that that toast that we talked about. The toasted mm. bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Toasted buttered bread. <laughs> I, I I can't let that go. <laughs> uh, I can already see you're not. So, oh man. Well, so there's not a whole lot I think kind of coming from that, right? I mean, the the appearance is what it's going to be, and you guys will see that in our Instagram picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we could probably start getting into it a little bit. Yeah, I'm thirsty. Yeah, and and to note also, the head has basically dissipated has, right yes. now. But. Yeah, I think this might be one that does a decent lacing though. But yeah, we'll see yeah, how that I think kind we'll of see a lot of lacing on this. Goes through it. So, okay, let's let's take a dip. All right, first sip. Um, it's it's almost lighter than I thought it was going to be. I mm-hmm. thought it was going to be a little mm-hmm. bit heavier. Mm-hmm. Definitely sweet. Yes, definitely getting yeah. that sweetness. Yeah, lots of sweetness, and yeah, like you mentioned, Tyler, it's it's not heavy in the sense of like you know like a stout feels heavy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it, it 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 comes off very light almost not quite like a lager but you know mm-hmm. kind of closer to that than a stout for example but almost? I, oh sorry God. no no i was All gonna right. say the candy caramel sweetness in terms of i always kind of compare a candy caramel to like a weather's original because that's obviously what it is in terms of beer mm. and it definitely almost tastes like a liquefied version of a weather's original okay yeah, it, it on the on the front end, it actually is very sweet. Mm-hmm. As I take some more uh, some more sips, but it's obviously not artificial sweetness from a you know uh, an adjunct or anything like that is coming from the malt. Um, I, I think it it hits on everything that it was described as. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just gonna say that is like I'm getting a lot of the maltiness, um, but that like it's good, right? Like it's a good combination of the malts that they've used in here, and I think it actually is is pretty balanced throughout. Um, again, sweetness up front, but because it's it's light and the mouth feels nice, it, it finishes well, and I think it's yeah, it's it's, it's a pretty good beer. Well, it's one of those things. It's it's their premium ale. Yes, right? yeah. This is not a regular ale. Yeah, right? you're paying that a price point to get the premium. <laughs> ale. Okay, yes. uh, and spe- that's why I kind of did jokes segueing to the the can art. Um, I really like this design in yeah. terms of the of the can art. Um, a lovely falcon. Who could have thought? Uh, that's red. <laughs> Um, and <laughs> this would be very, very attractive to me if I was walking to the LCBO. It almost looks like an old school, like '90s uh, logo, or as um, you guys mentioned off air, kind of like something you'd see in Mexico or uh, I think Russia was the other one too. Yeah, I just think again, kind of um, like an international beer. Yeah, like in general, yeah, those places yeah. are international. Yep. Yes, the yes, more, but like not necessarily specific to any one place, yeah. right? The more that I look at the the can a little bit too, is it gives me a, a big Heinz uh, feel to it. The, the ketchup, like brand. Heinz ketchup. Yeah, okay. I think it's just the way that the logo is kind of uh, bordered out gives me that kind of like the Heinz. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, very clean. And um, presentable. Yeah. yeah. One one more thing on on the beer, maybe before we get into the top five flavor profiles, is sometimes with this toasted uh, malt that you know is put into beers, you get 
a lot of bitterness coming with that, and I'm not really getting yeah. much bitterness no. at all out it's, of this it's beer. That sweetness is just overpowering. Yeah. Well, I'm a big fan of it. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not overly sweet in a bad way. I don't think exactly. And and when we talk about like the caramel taste, for me, is it's almost like a deeper kind of caramel. You know what I mean when I say mm-hmm. that? Um, instead of kind of like the uh, the light caramel side, it's, right. it's it's kind of deeper, which I would almost say it's probably not like burnt caramel. But kind of approaching that, you know what I mean? Like it's yep. just, just just a little bit more, um, more flavor. Would you say maybe toasted caramel? <laughs> yeah, I would. Let, Almost lightly, buttered. Lightly buttered caramel. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Um, top five flavor profiles. You want me to do them? Go ahead. Sure. sure. So number one, smooth. Most definitely. This, yeah. I think sweetness would be my number one. But it's definitely smooth. Yeah, I was going to say smooth. It, it is a smooth beer, but it is not my number one profile. Yep. Uh, number two, malty. Eh, top five, but not two as well. Yeah, and I would rem- I would not call it malty. I would call it caramelly or whatever. Caramelly. Uh, yeah. yeah. Caramelly. Okay. okay, good to know. <laughs> good. Uh, sweet is number three. Uh, yes. Numero uno for myself. Yeah, same. Okay, and number four is light. I think at the very beginning of this, it drinks light, but as you get further through it, it gets heavier as it goes on. Yeah, and uh, it, to be honest, it kind of hit, this was a 5%. It kind of is hitting me like a tiny bit more than that. Uh, I agree, and, yes. Yeah. And then uh, full. Full. Yeah, hmm. I, I, never, I never tasted full before, but... I. And that's why it kind of. The, <laughs> it's kind no, of. I'm not again, gonna go there. Top five flavor profiles, kind of like you know, should be another kind of term for it. If yeah. you will. Characteristic profiles, maybe. I think just kind of full bodied. Yeah. Um, and that maybe I know goes. What for yeah, maybe yeah. that kind of goes back to the whole balance I, kind of thing. I mean, but, I would say it's full of flavor. Like this, yeah. this is not lacking of flavor. Right. Um, yeah. So producers coming in with a couple as well, roasty caramel, okay. as we've as we've mentioned. Yeah. We'd probably move the one to five around. Yep. Totally. Um, cool. But we got our producer thoughts now. We should talk, maybe talk about other people's thoughts on this beer as well. Why don't we do that? We yes. should definitely do that. Tyler, I think you have the very first one. I do. Um, so the first one is Ray. The handle is RCW80, uh, stated on November 21st, 2021. I was waiting for somebody to say, oh, the day before your birthday. It's fine, guys. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's the day before oh your birthday. God. Oh, my God. Yeah. No way. Anyways, full-bodied red <laughs> ale that pours a deep red color. Which we all agree on. Yes. Roasted barley aromas with a caramel malt flavor. Uh, slightly sweet and hoppy with a long finish. Uh, 3.75 out of 5. Um, you know what, that long finish, now that you kind of mention it, the finish is definitely long. It stays there. Really? Not in an off-putting way by any stretch of the imagination, but yeah, you're still tasting the beer even though you don't have the beer going mm-hmm. down near the hatch. Okay. Yeah, I I, I would I just took another sip while you were saying that, uh, just to kind of test that theory. And it, it I, I'd say it's longer than you longer know, than the average, an average. Yeah, yeah, yeah fair. Yeah. Uh, so the second uh, on top review comes from Tim L. Uh, handle is T Lang eighty eight on March eighteenth. Said tastes like an ale. Simple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice malt flavor profile, and Tim gave it a three out of five. Now, before we yep. get going, there's one thing I just want to mention to follow back a little, um, what we were talking about earlier on, is the lacing on this. Yeah. There's there's no lacing at all. There is mm. not. Um, it's just kind of going down fairly good on mine, and um, as the beer falls, the, the lace falls. Yeah. So yeah. it's not a whole lot sticking to the, uh, the inside of the glass. Good and call. that's okay. Yeah, good call on that one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so for my rating, 
I'm going to kind of be between uh, Tim and Ray there. Uh, Ray had a 3.75. Chris or Tim had a three. I am going to give it a 3.5. Yeah, I think that's a very reasonable rating. Um, I'll butter mine up and go with a 3.5 as well. Wow. Are you, uh, you going to toast me on this one, Chris? Or yeah, what's your plan here? I, I, I'm going to copy the both of you. Um, and, and I was planning to do a 3.5 well before both, either of you said that. So, uh, you know, we're all thinking on the same wavelength. Uh, this is, I, I would probably say, knowing the style of this beer, this is better than I was expecting uh, I would rate it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I would agree, yeah. I and producer Joel, uh, coming in a little bit lower than us at 3.25. Okay, so that's going to give us a team overall score of 3.4375. Obviously, we're going to round up because the three people who have that voice on air have 3.5s. So, <laughs> so uh, we get yeah, the you guys going to go 3.5? You get to go to that? Absolutely. Five works. Okay, let's move on to beer number two. Welcome back to the second beer, yeah. and uh, this beer is called Kornholsch. Ooh, I like a little Kornholsch. Yeah, which is a Kolsch. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. uh, coming in at 4% ABV with 20 IBUs. You know, I'm pretty glad that this uh, beer has found its way into our flight plan here. And just to FYI, a flight plan is what they call their flights at uh, Falcon. Is that and, right? Yeah. Just had to sneak that in there. Oh, snuck it in beautifully. Yep, you got her. Anyway, so a Kolsch is a top fermented beer style with a light fruity yeast note and aroma and taste that should also provide a pleasant hoppy bitterness. There you go. So Falcon developed it for their Cornhole Wednesdays. Oh, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Which they host during the summer. On Wednesdays, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not like a little hump day cornhole. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> So this beer is best served when beating Brett at a game of cornhole, which doesn't take much. All we got to do is just throw the bean bag <laughs> and hit the hole and hit the hole. I've never played. I don't know if I've played cornhole in general. Really? really? Yeah. I wonder why it's called cornhole. I don't know. It's a very American thing. Yeah. yeah. I've played cornhole actually against producer Joel and I beat him. Wow. And, and All munching on a corn on the cob. Nope. We were actually played it at uh, Grey Matter in Concordia. Cool. Oh, yeah. Great brewery. Yeah. Anyway, keep going. All <laughs> right. Not a, not a good cornhole player, let me tell you. Actually, <laughs> it was it was neck and neck, and I think uh, I, I took it by one point, and uh, I don't want to say he was a bitter buddy about it, but it was a long drive home. Well, Joel's a sore loser, so. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Okay. <laughs> so on on top for this cornhole, there are 18 check-ins with a 3.72 rating. Uh, the highest rating received so far out of those 18 is a 4.25. Uh, there's been two of them. So we shall see what we have in store for this beer. Yes. The only way to see what we have in store is probably grabbing the can and grabbing the glass. Let's do it. And let's open her up. <laughs> All right. Well, we are drinking this beer today out of a pint glass. Uh, Kolsch's are best enjoyed out of a Stangloss, but unfortunately we don't have one. So, uh, either way, make sure to use your proper glassware. Nice. I poured mine with a little bit of a vigorous kind of pour just to get a nice little fluffy head on it. Yeah, me too. And I've accomplished that. I'd like to say I barely fit it all in there. Yeah. But I did. Again, that, you know, just the way that you pour it, sometimes the, you have to compensate for that head, right? Absolutely. Good. Okay. All right. What do we got uh, on the look there, Brett? Do you have anything that you want to mention? Uh, nice golden color, for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, par- pardon me. Sorry. Yeah, you're right. You know, you were holding the burp in a long time ago. I got this one in. <laughs> uh, I got about a, a one finger head right now. Okay. Um, looks pretty clean and crisp. It does. So far. Yeah. So I'm pretty pretty excited about this. Has that typical Kolsch kind of uh, color as well. Yeah, kind of like a light corn color, if you will. Maybe. Yeah. 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 It, it, Would you it, toast your corn or just like a lightly butter corn? I, oh, uh, you, you have to butter it. You got to oh, butter absolutely. that baby up and put a little salt and pepper on it. Absolutely. There it is. <laughs> yeah, th- this one uh, this one looks really good. Uh, smells nice, too, actually. it's It's got a really nice aroma. Actually, it does. Yeah, I don't know how to, what, how to place that right now, to be honest with you. It, it has like um, pale ale vibes mm-hmm. almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those yeah hop, the hop aroma is definitely coming through in this one. Yeah, which yeah. is not common for a Kolsch. Right. But, Correct. Um, you know, that's okay. And I'll just so it. you know, for any allergies, uh, may contain soy and oats. There you go. So any allergies? Uh, I'm, I'm good on that oh, front. Okay. Let's start drinking it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that before we start drinking it because I didn't want to have, you know, brush out my first aid CPR tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Now, we haven't had many Kolsch's on the podcast. Or no. The- I think no, the only one haven't. I can really think of is the absent landlord from Cowbell. Uh, we did have one from uh, Farm League, I Farm believe. Farm League as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. yes. So uh, just a couple over the last that would uh, be two. two seasons. Number one three for season. for season three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah one there for you season. Go. There you go. Our quota. <laughs> we have ended our Kolsch's for the season three. Yeah, so what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, definitely a nice, crisp Kolsch. Like, obviously, uh, a Kolsch is very, very similar to a lager. Mm-hmm. And definitely when you're drinking this, you get kind of, you know, that lager, uh, lager experience where it's very crisp, very clean, uh, ref- super refreshing, uh, which is nice because it's quite warm. Uh, so yeah, uh, everything you would expect from a Kolsch. It is insanely warm. <laughs> need, to, need to open up the air, AC here in a second. Ooh. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> By the end of this episode, we're going to have tarps off Brett and <laughs> <laughs> I'm not prepared for that. Please. No. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it is a very light beer. Um, again, it's a nice kind of flavor to it, right? So it's, it's not overpowering, but it's not, um, yeah, it's not kind of I don't know watered down either because some kind sometimes I find with some Kolsch's is it could be like just too much flavor and mm-hmm. then other times it's just flat. Yep. Um, this mm-hmm. one I think plays a pretty good kind of uh, mid range game. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say yeah, you mentioned flat. There's some good carbonation in this beer uh, mm. that I'm getting. Which Highly is carbonated nice. for yeah. sure. I think it's exactly what you expect from a Kolsch. It's not going above and beyond, but it's not you know subpar as well yeah. yeah and we haven't mentioned this for a while i think but this is almost one of those beers that you would expect as like a transition beer from your lagers mm-hmm. into that you know craft beer uh kind of scene uh this this would be a super easy beer for someone who loves their lagers to get into i think so something talking about something easy that's uh definitely eye-catching take a look at the can great can okay Whoever designed this can, fantastic job. Okay. So it is a beer mug walking. Okay. Has some feet on it. Throwing a bean bag. You can't see the board, the cornhole board, but I'm going to assume it's probably scoring five points if you played like the one, three, five um, kind of cornhole. Now, question about this beer mug here. Do you, do you think that that is his chin or is that his beer gut? 
Ooh. Oh, you know what? He's either got a double chin or a gut. You are a good call on that one. <laughs> thinking, I, I think I think it's a gut because you can see the belly button kind yeah. of outline. I'm thinking beer belly. Yeah, it, it, it's just a weird uh, configuration because the legs are extremely long. It almost looks like a mixture between like a Simpsons caricature and the Kool Aid guy. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like the beer Kool Aid oh, yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll put it to our listeners. What, what do you think? Whether it's the the chin or the or the beer gut? I, I agree with you guys. I think it's the beer gut. Oh. Yeah, team belly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Team belly. Who's team belly. Who's team, team chin? <laughs> we'll put the poll up. Hashtag team chins. Get or on ha- that, Joel. Or, or or hashtag team belly. Oh my goodness. Well, in, in terms of uh, the top five flavor profiles, why don't we go there? Uh, number one is light. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think I think it is light. Um, it's a cold, so it's a little bit different than that kind of lager. So it's a little bit not as light as a lager, um, which gives us a little bit more of a um, flavor, I would yeah. say. Yeah. But uh, still, as it is for Kolsch, I'd still think it's it's a relatively light Kolsch. Yeah, I think uh, it wouldn't be number one for me. I think crisp would be number one for myself, uh, but definitely within the top five. Yeah, which, which is number two, yes. crisp. So Great transition. Uh, yes. Great, you you did a great job, Brett. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and number three is crushable. We hadn't mentioned that yet, but mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I could definitely. Oh, I this, could crush a couple of these. This is only four percent. You could definitely crush. Like these. you play like a best of three cornhole, you're probably getting through at least maybe two or three of these. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Unless you're playing Brett, and then you're probably only getting one in because you're just <laughs> pl- you're wiping pl- the floor, plowing pl- that bean bag into there. <laughs> oh man, Joel, I'm more of a Joel shuff- liked that one. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, a little segue for later, but I'm more of a shuffleboard guy. Yeah. Oh, shuffleboard. I would guy. say you know I'd probably be on like a I don't know like a team A. There's Division A of course. Oh Bowl. yeah, uh, and I only play with people in Division A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number four oh, is smooth. Yeah, just like my cornhole game. Yeah. Uh, and there's no number five. There's just four. So, and, and just for the listeners out there, they're making fun of me because of my volleyball reference that I made off air a couple of times that I only look for people that play A-level volleyball and not like C or D. So, uh, Pretentious no. much. Yeah. Um, for another one, I, I would say this kind of goes with the crushable light kind of area, but I would say refreshing. Yeah, I give you that. Again, it's, it's pretty refreshing. I think you mentioned it earlier and, on. And, and, b- and before we move on, uh, we did mention on the nose that we are getting kind of that hop flavor or hop scent, and I'm I'm not necessarily getting a ton yeah. of it as we drink through yeah, it. I would agree. Yeah, you're not getting that uh, lovely flavor profile, if you will. Yeah. All right, Brett. Why don't you uh, stop talking about yourself and uh, start talking about some of these untapped? Should I start talking about a beer turtle? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, I'm gonna, uh, the first review comes from BeerTurtle73. Ironically, the same handle. Mm-hmm. Doesn't want to give away its first name. Makes sense. Okay. On July 22nd, so this beer is light, crisp, crushable, with a mild bitterness on the finish. Do you guys see the, the mild bitterness on the finish? Not really. No, I don't really no. get bitterness at all. But he thinks it's a nice little kolsch. Sure. And was there a rating there or no? No. No. Okay. Again, no 18 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Fair, and, and we know not all untapped users uh, rate the beers, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, the next one comes from Carson. Uh, handle is Plant Drinks Beer. Uh, on July 18th, said that it's a very nice light beer paired extremely well with his spicy low main. Oh. 
you know. Okay, I could see that pairing. I haven't had a spicy yeah. lo mein in a long time. This this would go well with spicy food. Sure, I, yeah, I think so. It just cools it off. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, Carson also no rating. Nice. Yeah. So I'd like to be cooled off right now. God, it's hot. <laughs> Well, I know our listeners uh, are dying for some ratings, so I'm going to start us off uh, at a five. I I like this beer quite a bit, actually. I'm going to go with uh, 3.75. I'm going to be a little bit below you there. I'm going to go with a 3.5. Yeah, I'm going to double up on that and go with a 3.5 as well. And for producer Joel... They're going to give it a four. Ooh. Oh, Joel's going That's highest. That's the highest this time. rating of the season so far at a four. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, what's that get us? That's going to give us an overall of 3.6875, uh, which we are going to round up to a 3.75. Yes, so that does conclude the review of Falcon and the beers that were provided for today's episode. All right, so coming up, we're going to discuss our favorite games. All right, summer is coming to an end soon. It Damn it. is. Almost too soon, don't you think? It's so short. It is. I don't like it. I know. I mean, I love summer. I don't like how short it is. I know. <laughs> I, I, I knew we were going with Thorin. So with that being said, breweries are probably going to start switching over to some of those stout seasons. Yeah. And some of those Out of sour season. Ah, I love sour season. I know. Uh, which might actually include some, you know, nights in with a good game. And so we talked about the brewery falcon brewery and they have you know some board games and they do all that jazz dungeons, dungeons and dragons so i kind of wanted <laughs> if to that's your thing yeah i wanted to dovetail off that so um i guess just generally did anybody kind of grow up or currently play like card games or board games anybody let's go let's go with you chris and we'll kind of work our way around yeah i have um definitely memories of being at my grandparents house playing scrabble um, as a kid, and uh, I'll, I'll be honest, I mentioned Joel earlier was a, a bit of a sore loser. I, I'll own up to being a bit of a sore loser. Um, in the past, playing uh, playing Scrabble, if someone you know took my space, <laughs> it was your space, was it? Yeah, that that, that was gonna be. Did they uh, go meet Landy or Larry and Randy, like your left and right hands, and you just clock in the face or what? No, I, I remember one time I I uh, knocked all the letters off the board. Oh uh, in my anger. Yeah, goodness! Yeah, yeah. Uh, so doing that, uh, there's this game called uh, Triominoes, which is kind of like dominoes except they're triangles, and you have to match up like two of the sides instead of just one side. Sure. I remember playing that as a kid. Um, but yeah, that's kind of uh, uh, crazy eights. That was kind of like my my card game that I would I would play. So okay. yeah, as a kid, that's that's kind of what what I did. Okay, nice. what about as an adult? Well, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll get we can, yeah we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there in a second. Uh, myself, when I was younger, more so uh, Uno. Yeah. Oh yeah, was a, yeah, was a big one for uh, myself. Yeah. Um, what about Skippo? No, no, no. Is no. That, it's made by the same people as Uno. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh really? Also uh, Monopoly. Uh, also, Monopoly. Why does it last so long? I hate Monopoly. I like, love why? Monopoly. <laughs> like I had to end up my 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 wife loves Monopoly so much that I had to buy it on the PS4 and we played it on the PS4. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yes, yes. And I never have not like no fun in my life playing my PlayStation than doing that. Oh on my Friday night. I love Monopoly. You I think it's would. a good game. You would like Monopoly. It's a good game to teach kids finances. It, it's a good concept, but to your point, Brett, it just takes so yeah, long. Sure, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Scrabble. Uh, my uh, my dad and myself love to play Scrabble. Uh, I usually beat him, but 
He says she not mine. From, from conversations <laughs> we heard offline, I'm not surprised. He says she not mine. And I, actually, uh, the mono- monopoly with the NHL, NHL monopoly back in the days did, did that a lot. Sure. And also, um, the home improvement, the board game. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm a big fan of Home Improvement. I love Home Improvement. Also, why is that not on any streaming service right now? I don't know. It's not on Netflix, Amazon, like Crave, anything. Why is that not on? Tim Allen was always problematic. I know. Was he? Oh yeah. Yeah, He's always blown up. That's a that's a good point, Brad. It should be on some sort of. Oh, I would watch that in a heartbeat. I would too. It's way better than watching five seasons of The Nanny through COVID. I have no clue what that is. Nobody said you had to do that. (laughs) Exactly. All right, um, maybe I'll go to Joel first. So Joel lists a couple, so Scrabble, chess. Um, now, Joel was a chess champion. Wow. In your house or like <laughs> where? So um, funny story, I was also a chess champion. So uh, were you? <laughs> I would love to maybe duke it out on the old chess board. Um Oh, Joel chiming in elementary school. Mm. Yeah, so it was the same he, thing. He gave it up once he got to high school. Yeah, he's like, yeah. you know what? I'm a champion in grade eight. I'm done. I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Quit top. while you're on top. <laughs> yeah. um, and then a variation of just a similar kind of game, checkers. And then um, I don't know if he just mistyped this, but he's got ants in his pants uh, <laughs> with an emphatic head shake too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so dance around here a little bit. I don't know what ants in your pants are, and. Uh, Jill's too busy on his phone, so we're not going to get any further uh, explanation for that. Um, also, snakes and ladders. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah that was a good one. It's amazing how you can go from chess to snakes and ladders, you know? Well, I think, actually, Joel was looking up his uh, 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 championship. Ants in the I, I think ants in your pants is almost like tiddlywinks, uh, where you got to, like, jump the ants into yes, the, okay. the, the pants. Yep. So kind of like tiddlywinks. He's, he's oh. giving you a nod as well, yeah. Uh, like, almost like a, I shouldn't say almost, I should say another game, Hungry Hungry Hippos. Not at all. No, that's completely but different. But I play it. <laughs> I play it to this day, actually. All right. Uh, so I'll kind of move on a little bit from that uh, to myself. Uh, categories. Played that growing up. Um, uh, you got a couple other ones that I'll mention a little bit later. And then, um, yes, the, the traditional Scrabble, Monopoly, Boggle. Um, Ooh, Boggle. Any one of those ones. Yeah. And then the big one was, was Cribbage as well. So playing that with my grandparents, I still play that to them whenever I get the opportunity to. Um, and then there's some really cool memories being up at Solo Beach at their trailer park and having a really intense game of cribbage uh, with one of the old guys two doors down. And I ended up getting uh, three aces and pegged out, so I just really stuck it to I can them. probably uh, guarantee you that I have not played a game of cribbage in my life. Yeah, it's a lot of math, and we've so, seen how that plays out in the podcast. Feel as though Tyler and myself have to take a cooking class and play a game of cribbage. <sighs> Yeah. Well, it sounds like he'll beat you pretty badly. Yeah, yeah that's about right. Um, now, what about uh, game nights nowadays? It looks a little bit different when you're a kid, right? So, do you have game nights with significant others or like friend groups? And then, do you do you enjoy a beverage when you play? Chris? Uh, well, first of all, absolutely, I enjoy a beverage while I play. Nice. Um, you like a good apple juice, don't you? I actually hate apple juice. Uh, <laughs> um, you mentioned Skippo. Uh, my wife uh, loves Skippo, and uh, she has uh, taught me how to play it. I'm not a big fan of it, but I am actually pretty good at it. So uh, uh, we <laughs> <laughs> I hate it, but I'm really good at it. All right. All right. We, we do play that. Um, again, scra- some, some more Scrabble. Uh, we've got a bunch of board games. Um, I love... Uh, 
I'll consider this a board game. Uh, Crokinole. Uh, I love Crokinole. Yeah. Um, do you play with a Q or no? Oh God, no, no, no. Okay. You got to use your fingers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, humble brag, I'm amazing at Crokinole. So do you have Let's a championship go. that you've won? Uh, no. Uh, We're going to have one heck of a game tonight. <laughs> Season three, craft beer concert. We, we, we should do that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I don't really play a ton of, ton of board games. Um, I, I also, in terms of card games, like to play poker. Um, that's kind of my card game now. Texas but, Hold'em uh, or what? Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Uh, that's about it for me. Remember when poker was popular on TV? Yeah. Time? I loved that. Right? That's, Chris, that, Chris that, Moneymaker. Th- that Nicano. got me into it. I yeah. played yeah. it online. Yeah, me too. And, Lost a lot of money, didn't you? I did not. It was fake money. <laughs> no, I played with real money. No, I know. So yeah, did I, but yeah. yeah. Anyways. Anyway, anyway. So myself, it's kind of changed more so into uh, what do you meme? It's a big thing. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. We still do play Uno. Uh, mm-hmm. When I ever go to the cottage, um, my wife's parents will have a big game of Uno. It's just when you get a plus four, it's not really plus four in terms of cards. You still get the four cards. You also got to take four drinks. Oh, my goodness. That's reckless. Uh, fun times, actually. So, uh, Canada Day, three years ago, we were playing a bunch of Uno with our cottage neighbors. And it ended up being that there were six of us playing and five of us puked. I was the one who did not. Uh, before 6 o'clock, the game started at 4.30. Um, my wife and my uh, father-in-law were two of them that were throwing up. Made the best beer chicken on a barbecue ever had. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Great story. So, Joel uh, has a couple of games that he likes to play, uh, you know, inside spike ball, ladder ball, can jam. So, so some kind Anything of with a ball. Yeah, big ball guy. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, for myself, Cards Against Humanity is a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my wife, her friend group are like board game fanatics. Mm. So whenever we kind of get together with them, there's usually a board game involved. I enjoy it. I think it's a great opportunity to kind of like see different personalities. One game that we've played, which is a little bit uh, insensitive right now, I guess, is Pandemic. Um, so everybody kind of takes on a role. It's a co- kind of a cooperative board game. So somebody takes like a role of like, you know, being in their bedroom and then six feet away? Like how... <laughs> Nope, that's no. not it at all. <laughs> I remember playing that with with you and and yeah. your wife. Uh, New Year's actually, Eve. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that was the New Year's Eve before COVID, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, all your fault, isn't it? <laughs> and, and three of us could drink, and your wife couldn't. Cause yeah, she was pre- pregnant with your daughter. So memories. Glad we have them. And that's the thing is you always have to have a drink in hand so then that way you can enjoy it just a little bit more. But we're going to be right back with our farewell for the first episode of season three. All right, so that's going to be all for today's episode. Again, that's that's the first episode of Season 3, guys. It we is. We did it. Thanks, right. Joel, for showing up. We made it. Well, thank you again for listening, and keep on listening every other Thursday as Craft Beer Connoisseurs releases a new episode and on our off Thursdays for a producer special. And make sure to tell your friends, family, and your favorite air conditioner because, God, it's hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> and before we kind of jump on, this episode is going to be released on... August 18th. And in a couple of days, we're actually going to be at the Paris Drink Fest. So I thought it would be a good opportunity. Yes, you can actually meet us all. To mention that. Autographs. 
If you happen. Autographs, yes. <laughs> the you, coveted craft beer connoisseur's autograph. There you go. If you don't have your tickets, uh, make sure you, you get some tickets uh, Paris Drink Fest in Paris, Ontario. We're going to be there uh, Saturday afternoon, so the Saturday afternoon session. 12 to 5. 12 to 5. Nice little live recording, too. We'll be there, and uh, we hope to see you guys there, too. So from all of us and producer Joel, I'm Tyler. I'm Brett. And I'm Chris, and together we're the craft beer connoisseurs.